After a brief hiatus, Locked on Syracuse is back and better than ever. We have a lot to get to here. We're going to start by hearing from you, the fans, and then we're going to talk about the high praise, but is it fair praise for Munir Hima, the newest addition to the Syracuse basketball roster? We'll cap off the show with an update on Buddy Beheim in G League Elite Camp. All that and more on Locked on Syracuse. Let's go. You are Locked on Syracuse. Your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, all right, all right. Locked On Syracuse with your host, Brad Klein, the voice of the people. Happy to be with you right here on Locked On Syracuse. Part of the Locked On Podcast family. Your team every day. So here's the deal. Missed the past two shows. Monday... I was sick. Didn't feel well. Not at all. So sick that I couldn't do anything besides watch The Sopranos. (laughs) That's what I I happened to do when I was sick. So not the worst day for me, but couldn't do a show. You might be able to hear it in my voice still. Not 100%, but happy to be here still. On Friday, it was graduation weekend, so I took Friday off, spent time with the family, spent time... With the friends, one of them being Matt Bonaparte, who will be joining the program tomorrow. Very excited for that, too. So, we've got to hear from you first. The fans, you are the people who drive the show. This is why I get up in the morning. This is why I do shows when I'm not 100%. For you, the fans. I got a tweet from Justin Phillips. Shout out on Twitter. He asked me to project next year's leading scorer and who will have the best rookie season for Syracuse basketball. I'm happy to do it, Justin. I'm happy to tell you, rub the crystal ball, tell you the prophecy. First of all, let's start with the easy one. Best rookie season, I'm going to say Judah Mintz. And not because, well, he's the best freshman. It's because he needs to have the best freshman season. He needs to have the best rookie season. Other guys like Justin Taylor and Chris Bunch, Malik Brown, Kadir Copeland, maybe have high ceilings and maybe will be important pieces, but Judah Mintz projects to have the ball more. So if he struggles, then good luck. It's hard to have a freshman point guard. It is, and that's why Judah Mintz needing to be an elite rookie is vital. Think about a guy like Jalen Carey. Now, Jalen Carey was a four-star. Jalen Carey came in with a lot of hype, a lot of potential, and he's the guy who kept Syracuse native Samir Torrance away from the orange. He went to Marquette because, I I can't compete with Jalen Carey. Now, He's not there anymore. Should be noted that he's hardly even playing a lick at Rhode Island. But still, Jalen Carey came in with a lot of hype. What happened? Wasn't ready. Freshman point guard. Not easy. So, I think Judah Mintz might struggle at first. But I do think it will be him because it needs to be him. Because he will be given the leeway. Because there's really no one behind him. Because I'm pretty sure that almost everyone 
wants Joe Girard playing off the ball. Now, when I say almost everyone, I know that Jim Beheim, if Judah Mintz is, is an incompetent freshman ACC point guard, which is possible, and it's not necessarily uh, an indication that he's going to be a bad player, it's just that he's young. So if he's an incompetent point guard to start as a freshman, then Joe Girard will be your point guard. That's not what you want to hear, but it is something that will likely be the case. Now, who's going to be the leading scorer? It's an interesting question. You lose three of your top four scorers, Buddy Bayheim, Cole Swider, Jimmy Bayheim was your fourth leading scorer. And... I'm going to go with Joe Girard on this one. Now, here's why. He's the biggest sure thing on the team. The reason I'm going to say that Joe Girard is the leading scorer is because he's going to be the leading minutes getter. And that's not always the same thing, leading scorer and leading minutes getter. Last year it was. Buddy Beheim played 38 minutes a game. Buddy Beheim scored more than 19 points per game. Joe Girard scored nearly 14 points per game. Played just over 34 per game. Now the funny thing is, a lot of people, and it should be noted, Cole Swider was second on the team in points, averaged 13.9 points per game. Okay. So they basically scored the exact same amount of points. There was a literal four-point differential for the season. Who cares? But Joe Girard is going to be on the floor. He's probably going to play 40 minutes a game. I don't think Joe Girard's the best player on the team. I think that's Jesse Edwards. But think about fatigue for a big man. Think about notorious foul trouble and, God forbid, injuries after a pretty serious left wrist injury yesterday, or rather last year. It's going to be Joe Girard. And that's okay. The thing is, Joe Girard has been ripped and criticized over and over again by Syracuse basketball fans, by coaches, by podcasters. Because of his defense, because of his turnovers, and because of his occasional absences. But you can't really dispute that 14 points per game is really good. In fact, 14 points per game in college, that's elite. That's hard to do. You think about it. Buddy Beheim was one of the elite players in the ACC. He only gave you five more points per game. 14 points per game for your starting one or two guard, you take that every single year. Now, the biggest problem with Gerard is that sometimes he disappeared. Three points against Auburn. Three points against Virginia. Three points against Pittsburgh. Two points against Notre Dame. Those are important games. Imagine if Gerard showed up against Auburn. Maybe they would have won. That's a quad one win. They didn't have a quad one win this year. You think about the nightmare that was at Pittsburgh 
when he had three points on one of nine shooting in 36 minutes. They lose that game. At the time, their worst ACC loss of the season. Maybe it was their worst ACC loss of the season. You can't say worst loss because they did lose to Colgate. They did have 27 points in that game. He had five against Cornell. So sometimes he disappears, but obviously with the 27 points against Colgate, with the 22 against Indiana, 26 against Miami, it all balances out. He's not the only player to average 14 points and not score 14 in every game. That's not the issue. The issue is his lows cannot be as low as they are. That's the issue with Joe Girard. But that doesn't mean that he won't be your leading scorer. I expect 14 points per game out of Joe Girard. In fact, I think I expect more because I expect him to play off the ball. Because his assists will go down, his volume will go up in terms of shooting, and his scoring will, by proxy, go up as well. So Justin Phillips, that's your answer. Judah Mintz, out of necessity will be the best rookie this season. And Joe Girard, by proxy, will be your leading scorer. Nothing wrong with that. Now, here's the deal. Built Bar, the birthday cake puffs. I got a shipment in yesterday. Unbelievable. Imagine just dipping your finger into that plastic tube of birthday cake frosting and then opening up your eyes and realizing... That was only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs. Never, ever had anything like this before. They're available right now. We can't promise that they'll be available tomorrow. So go get them today at Built.com. I might be ordering some in bulk after the show. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do, okay? A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar? Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's Birthday Cake Puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed it in 100% white chocolate and, and sprinkles too, with 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, only 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And they make the they make the bars rather with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently. It provides tons of health benefits. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I don't know anything about that. All I know is it tasted really good. Put myself on a, on the scale this morning, and I liked what I saw. Go to Built.com to get the birthday cake puffs now. The offer, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built. So, we talked about Justin Phillips' question on Twitter. Leading scorer, best rookie season, 
Justin, if you liked what you heard, let me know. If you didn't, let me know. And if anyone else has a question, tweet at us at LockedOn underscore Syracuse, L-O Syracuse. So now we move on to the newest edition of Syracuse basketball, and that's Munir Hima. Duquesne transfer and a whopping two points and three rebounds per game in 21 contests for Duquesne in the 8-10. Yay! <laughs> he played 10, point, 10 minutes a game at Duquesne, and now he's in the ACC to contribute, to back up Jesse Edwards. Okay. What is Munir Huma? Who is he? If you missed our last show about him, we dedicated an entire episode to Munir Hima. He is a pawn to fill a lane, to fill a void that Frank Anselm left. And if you think that he's going to replace Anselm 100%, if you think that there will not be any growing pains or any noticeable dip between Anselm and Hema, you're wrong. But somebody is better than nobody. Munir Hema is six foot eleven. He has a seven eight wingspan. That's larger than Anselm's. So if you're into that, and if you think that is a direct indication of how he will be in the zone, then good for you. This is a good day. This is a good time for you. I think defensively he should be fine, but there will be some growing pains because the zone is hard to pick up. On the fly, year one, and weight is a problem. So if you ta- if you attack him, you're probably going to beat him. But Munir Hima's prep school coach, who coached Barama Sidibe, who coached Tyler Ennis, St. Benedict's Prep in New Jersey, he says that Hima is a pro if he works at it. So a lot of Syracuse basketball fans might see that article online and think, ooh, look what we found. Look what we got. A steal in the portal. He could be a pro. Okay. Calm down (laughs) is my message. Do I think Munir Hima is a pro? No. Why? Well, for one, the body type, the frame is there. He's only 220, and it's that age-old thing with Syracuse basketball centers. If he could put on weight, why hasn't he done it already? So I'm a little concerned about his weight. On top of that, and by the way, he's not 220. He's just not. He's listed at 220. You look at him, no way. And everyone bulks up their weight. So he's probably closer to 210. The other thing is, If you're at Duquesne, which is not a Power 5 school, and Duquesne playing in the A-10, that's a pretty good conference, actually. A lot of people might disrespect the A-10. It's actually a very good conference. But Duquesne is not an elite team in that conference. They're just not. You think of the A-10, you think of VCU, St. Louis, Maybe Richmond. But not Duquesne. Dayton. Rhode Island. Not Duquesne. 
So if he's playing in a good but not great conference and he's playing for a bad team in that good not but not great conference, why can he only play 10 minutes a game? And if he's a potential pro, wouldn't Duquesne want to get him on the floor? What is wrong with him to the point where he was only playing 10 minutes a game? I ask you. Put two and two together. The answer is he's not that good. He's not skilled. He's not going to score for you when he's on the floor. So what do you have when he's on the floor? Maybe some defense. A guy who's still learning, originally from Niger, hasn't been playing basketball his entire life, like his teammates or his opponents, so there are growing pains there too. Same thing with Sidibe. Obviously no longer an issue for Sidibe, but he's gone anyway. I think it's actually insulting. He's a pro if he works at it. What does that mean? Does that mean he wasn't working his freshman season? Because no pro I've ever seen averaged two points, three rebounds, in 10 minutes at Duquesne their freshman year. I'm not mad at the coach for beefing up his player. Coaches do that. I wouldn't expect anything else. Coaches should do that. Beef up the player. Be his advocate. Be his agent. It's fine. But don't come crying to me when you see Munir Hima and think, hey, he was supposed to be a pro. We were lied to. We were deceived. What the heck? (laughs) No, it was never the case. Just a warning. Now, thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, player rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, we talked about Munir Hima. We talked about Justin Phillips' question on our crystal ball leading scorer and who will have the best rookie season. If you missed it, rewind. Now let's talk about Buddy Behan. And I warned you, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about Buddy Behan's invite to NBA G League Elite Camp. And I warned you, I said, we're going to talk about Buddy. (laughs) We just are. Buddy and his pro aspirations, Buddy leading up to the NBA draft on June 23rd. We're going to talk about it. Because as far as the NBA draft is concerned, he is the only thing going on in the world of Syracuse basketball. So Buddy has his first scrimmage yesterday, G League League Camp. Didn't play very well. Seven points, two of nine shooting, Five rebounds, missed some threes that you're surprised he missed. Minus five, plus minus. Now, what does this mean? I'm here to tell you not much. Because Buddy Beheim is a shooter. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows he's a shooter. I don't think this was nerves. I don't think this was rust. It just happens. Now, Buddy had 27 points 
against Indiana. Granted, it was in double overtime, and he played 50 minutes, but 27 is good any way you slice it. He had 27 points against Indiana last year. He had six the next game against Florida State. He had six the next game after that against Villanova. He was terrible, 3 of 15. 0 for 5 from range. Over those two games combined, he was 0 for 9 from beyond the arc. Turned around, had 17 against Georgetown, 28 against Brown the game after that. All this to say, if you're rooting for Buddy, which you should be, you're rooting for Buddy, and you're in his corner, and you're thinking, hey, why is Buddy struggling? What's going on? Calm down, because shoot or shoot, and that's okay. And the funny thing is, the margin for error, the margin for success for a guy like Buddy Beheim, very, very low, very small, because he goes two of nine from the field and only has seven points. If he makes one more shot, by the way, all nine of his shots were from the perimeter, he makes one more shot. He's got 10 points. He's 3 of 9. That's not good still, but still 10 points. Pretty good. His plus minus looking a lot better. All this to say is he can go out in the next scrimmage and shoot 7 for 9. I wouldn't be surprised. The cool thing about Buddy Beheim is that he has what shooters need, and that's a short memory. He struggles in the first game, that's fine, because I'm going to go out and I'm going to shoot. I'm not going to take a shot differently. I'm not going to change my stroke, not going to change my approach, not going to be more passive. He's never been passive. And the cool thing is Syracuse, the program, gave Buddy the free reign to take shots, to take charge over the time of over the course of his career. So he knows what it's like to take shots with volume. But he also knows what it's like to pass up shots, to be the guy in the corner, to not be the team, the guy who's leading the team in scoring or shots. He did that the first two years of his career. So he understands his role. He gets it. I think Buddy's going to be fine. Does this mean he might not be invited to NBA, to NBA draft combine? Yeah, probably. But honestly, the combine might not be good for Buddy. He's not the best athlete in the world. He's kind of tall for someone with his stereotype of a player. He's 6'6". The stereotype is that he's unathletic, and he might be a little bit more athletic than people give him credit for. But I don't think the combine would be way too kind to Buddy. So if this scrimmage... If this one game means that he doesn't get the handful of invites from G League Elite Camp to Combine, that's fine. I don't think it's going to have the biggest impact on his draft stock. If someone wants him in the second round, they'll take him just because of his shooting. And if they don't, then someone will definitely pick him up as a UFA. But this doesn't mean too much. Don't get too concerned, all this to say. But it's interesting. 
Now, our partners at Bet Online continue be, to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Now, thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. Make Locked On ACC your second, third listen, depending on how you want to listen in order with Locked On NBA Big Board as well. But Locked On ACC, Candace Cooper, the host, getting all your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes. That's where you go to get your ACC fix. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'll see you tomorrow with some help. From Matt Bonaparte, can't wait.